50 States of Terror may include content unsuitable for young audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Content warnings will be included in the show notes. is Missouri, the Ozark Highway. Hello world, and welcome to another fantastic episode of 50 States of Terror. I am your podcast host, Anthony Diaz. Thank you so much for coming back to the show and listening to part two of Missouri. Like I said uh, last time, I will be doing uh, part two for for the state. Um, reason being is because we had originally did the the poll to see which cryptid everybody wanted to uh, listen about, and so I picked two of them. Uh, so we have the previous episode is the Missouri Joplin butterfly people. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, that was a more scripted uh, type show. Uh, like I said you know, in the previous episode, because of the content of you know the events that happened in Joplin, I wanted for it to be more a little more serious and, and try it out, try out that that thing of of you know making a scripted episode. But this one is going to be like the like the a normal episode that you would normally hear. Um, this is more laid back. We're going to talk about some some cool things. Talk about some. Some not cool things that happened in, in Missouri or in the Ozarks, but, uh, but uh, yeah, thank you all again for coming and listening to part two of Missouri, the Ozark Howler. Um, this one was by far uh, a, a, a one that I enjoyed researching uh, because the origins of this thing is it's in that mysterious realm of like what is hiding in the woods um is it a big monster is it a large humanoid creature is it a giant bear is it a giant i don't know bird type thing (laughs) you know and the ozarks uh is is huge you see i i i have been to missouri um you know, I have I have uh, my extended family is out there in Missouri. I, I love you guys. You know, hello from from South Texas. Um, and on my first visit to to Missouri, it was years and years and years before I met my wife. And I went to St. Louis on a on a conference when I was volunteering for the mission continues, and uh, that's when I was the state director for Student Veterans of America. I, I went and I 
uh, went to different colleges in Texas and talked about returning veterans issues and how to ease the transition from military life into college life using their, you know, post 9-11 GI Bill. And uh, one of the, the conferences was this huge gala that, that was um, uh, done uh, by the Mission Continues in St. Louis, Missouri, which was really fun. But uh, we stayed in the city and um, there wasn't a whole lot of, of outdoor adventures that we, we could we could do we could have done out in, you know, in that event. Um, but when I met my wife and then we went on our our Missouri trip. I got to say like Missouri is just gorgeous. Some of them, some of the parts are just fan. They're so beautiful, green and, and hilly and oh, it was, it was a sight to see. Um, so yeah, a lot of this research that I went to for, for this one, the Ozark, uh, Ozark, uh, Howler, it, it, it stems from a, a Midwest feel, you, you know, um, and and not not to where you think of like the Appalachians. It's it's uh well here let's let's just get into it. Okay, so the, so the Ozark Mountains cover approximately forty seven thousand square miles. Okay, it's huge. The highest elevation is around two thousand five hundred sixty one feet, and the mountains themselves, the Ozarks, what we know today. Uh, 542 million years ago, these mountains were formed by erosion. So when you think about mountains themselves, uh, you think, well, originally when you're taught in school, you know, these two, uh, huge Titanic plates come and they just smash into each other. And, and then a mountain forms from their collision. Well, in this instance, it was all done by erosion. And uh, when you look at pictures of the Ozarks, you can definitely see where, yeah, it, it kind of just etched its way into what now are these gorgeous rivers, you know, it's fantastic. And the Ozarks, it spans between Oklahoma, a very, 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 very tiny piece of Kansas, Arkansas, and Missouri. And what is frightening, well, at least to me, it's frightening and and like scary and spooky all around is that there are over 5,000 mapped caves in the Ozarks. And then I was reading that some of those caves are connected underground. So you can, you can go into one cave and pop out somewhere else, somewhere a little, you know, possibly maybe, you know, hundred miles away from where you started. And it, it just, it makes my mind go bonkers of how like dwarven fantasy, uh, you know, uh, just etched their way into the underground, making these mines and then what can be found underneath the earth. Oh, it was just, it made, it made my, made my, my fantasy mind just go, go wild. And I'm, I'm here for it. I, I love it. But um, going into the Ozarks themselves, I wanted to focus on Missouri, obviously, because we're talking about Missouri. So let's go into the culture of the Ozarks themselves. Okay. Missouri as a whole has a, a plethora of history, you know, good and bad. But 
it's a state that is that was a foundation of well settlers going west and then you have the american civil war missouri being a border state from the confederate armies and the, and the union is there's just a lot of just blending culture in in that area in missouri so yeah early settlers in missouri within the ozarks were pioneers from southern uh, appalachia uh, the beginning of around the 19th century that's the 1800s by the 1840s and 1850s irish and german immigrants came to settle within what is now known as the ozarks now however much of the ozarks population is of english german and scotch irish descent and early settlers relied on hunting fishing trapping and foraging for their you know diets and incomes you know, so I can just imagine, you know, uh, old, maybe 1820s, 1830s, and you have, you know, a log cabin up in the Ozarks and how they make their money is by fur trapping. You know, like reading about this makes me want to play Red Dead Redemption again. <laughs> you know, that's fantastic. But like I said before, this 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 part of America Missouri has some dark history and some interesting history as well within the Ozarks. So one in particular that was extremely fascinating to read about was post civil war Ozark territory land type thing. So in the late 1880s, there was a group that was formed by Nat M. Kenny and the group was called the bald knobbers. And if you were to Google this group and look at their masks, if there, if there was never something in your life, that's that was what kind of scary thing could you find in the woods? Google one of those pictures and Google one of those masks and have a, a humanoid creature with one of something like that on trying to chase you. Yeah. That's this. <laughs> that was, that was gnarly. That was gnarly to, to look at, but the, but the bald numbers were created to fight against the bushwhackers and the anti bald numbers. Now what these groups were, they were pro Confederate or ex Confederate soldiers. And this was all, you know, post civil war vigilante groups. Um, so from my understanding of the reading and please correct me, if you are from Missouri and you are a historian or you are just, you, you know, your state, um, the bald knobbers were like kind of the good guys. Um, I'm assuming they, and they went and they'd had these, um, these vigilante type, um, anti-Confederate and, you know, they weren't, they weren't really considered lawful because in my research, they did some pretty, pretty heinous stuff too. But the idea was they formed this group, uh, the Citizens Community, I think it was called, uh, to fight against these, uh, th- these, you know, post-Civil War groups, the bushwhackers and the anti-ball uh, knobbers. And this was coming out of post-Civil War legislation. Uh, you know, it was the freeing of the slaves. They were given uh, the, uh, free slaves voting rights. Uh, and there was... You know history there because Missouri 
was a, a border state, like I said, from the Civil War, you know, um, having the Southern Confederates and the, and the Northern uh, Union. So, of course, after, you know, after that time, there would be a, a lot of tension. And do yourself a favor. If you are doing nothing for an hour or so, you know, just do some research on the Civil War and and the impact it had on on the states it's it is mind-boggling to to think how close the civil war was to today it was only three generations ago three people so the impact on what it did to this country is still being seen today and the history of it the 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 intricate parts how about how each state played their role it's fascinating and missouri has a lot of this history um and i think i i think i have a a clear picture or at least i think i do have a clear picture or a grasp of of why the ozarks played a huge role within the the coming up to the civil war you know the the river the sustenance the 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 animals you know i think if the ozarks weren't there i think there would be a different type of of war in history for missouri i don't know i i think i i think that area plays a, plays a huge role but i digress so let's get into the creature the creature itself the ozark howler so the ozark howler has a couple of names aka the black howler aka the devil cat and i'm i'm partial for the devil cat because you know me being in the military i was i was a marine and our uh our nickname was devil dog so like when i read that it was also known as a devil cat it's like okay that's cool I can, I can dig it. I like it. So we have sightings that came from 2005 to 2010. And there are maybe a, a couple, there are a handful of, of quote unquote photos that are out there. But it, the thing, this thing has been spotted several times by, by um, hikers, by um, outdoorsmen, people who live in the Ozarks. So let's go into the description of, of what this thing is. So there are a couple of different um, versions of what people claim to see. And I'm going to start off first, the, uh, which was submitted to, uh, I think, an ABC affiliate in Arkansas. Um, and the trail cam, the, the photo, it looked like a shaggy, you know, fairly large dog with a very straight narrow tail and it had two horns on its head. Now that that looks extremely doctored. It, it doesn't look doesn't look real. Now the other couple ones are what's you know what we're gonna focus on. So one description had a bear like um, figure, bear like creature, very large, thick black fur, yellow orbs for eyes with two horns on its head. 
Now, a bear of that size, I don't exactly know if there can be any confusion on what other animal it, it might be, you know. But when someone says, oh, that's a bear, you're not going to mistake what a, what a, what a bear is. But the description is very huge. It's, it's this extremely large black bear. And some artist depictions of, of what uh, of what this thing looks like, it had these long, these long elongated um, incisor teeth. Now, I can dig with that. I like that. But my favorite description is, is this, is a giant cat. Now, the reason why I like this more than the others is because this is the more plausible um, de- depiction of what this Ozark, Ozark Howler is. Now, it still has yellow eyes. It's still a very, very large cat, larger than than, than like a cougar or, or mountain lion would be. And its hind legs are thicker than what a normal large cat would be. But I like this one better, again, because of the plausibility. But then also people within the community, the um, like the wildlife conservation people, f- people who are game wardens, th- things like that, have have come out and said, well, the wild breeding of cougars or any big cats in that area of the Ozarks have been long gone. So there are no wild cats out there. So when people are coming forward and saying that they see this thing, I want to imagine this cat living in one of those deep, dark caves and then coming out every, every once in a while to feed. Man, that's just fantastic to me. But the cat version to me is more plausible. The Ozarks themselves are thick. They're dense. They're hilly. They, they have large cliffs. There's a bunch of places to hide. There's the caves. They have those those large um, riverbeds it, it to me the plausibility of there of there being a large cat out there I, I like that now whether or not it's the the howler and it has you know yellow eyes and two horns on its head you know I I don't know but it could be out there that's what I love about it and when you look at the pictures of the Ozarks, they're green, they're hilly, there's there's trees, there's dense forest, there's those um, those almost sheared off mountainsides where you can see the layers of sediment. There's those gorgeous rivers that flow through it, a beauty to it that almost makes me want to just, you know, live in a tent out there for, for for years so again like why why wouldn't there be something as large as a cat like a, a cougar or something or a mountain lion that's living out there that just happens to be you know extremely large and has yellow eyes and two horns and coming out of his head <laughs> so yeah personally you know I'm going to rate this one as a a four out of five. Now, if you were to tell me that, well, the Ozark Howler 
is definitely the picture of the of the mange looking dog with uh, those those cute little two little horns on his head. I, uh, okay, no, all right, look, look, I I like it, I I, I can dig it, but but no, <laughs> the cat version is for me. Oh, and almost forgot too. Um, one very interesting and very cool thing that happened with the Ozark Howler is that it caught the attention of Lauren Coleman. If you don't know who Lauren Coleman is, well, shame on you. But he is a prominent name within the cryptozoology uh, community. And he did his own investigation and came to the conclusion that uh, he did find that there was uh, one person or possibly a small group of people with different aliases who were spreading misinformation or information, you know, on web pages and blogs about the sightings of the Ozark Howler. Um And one thing that Lauren Coleman is known for is skeptic mindset to see if if this thing is actually out there, actually actually real. I personally think it is because, hey, it just could be a a very big cat. I I don't know. I would like to think that there's a very large cat out there, but hey. (laughs) So, yeah, I give it a, a four out of five. Four out of five Golden Nessies. So that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Again, my name is Anthony Diaz. You can find all of this content on our social media out, uh, outlets. Uh, let's see. Let's go down the list. We've got Facebook at 50 States of Terror. We have Instagram at the same at 50 States of Terror. Twitter, 50 States Terror without the of because of the character limitations. We are on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash 50 states of terror. If you are feeling generous and you want to help support the show and bring the cost down of equipment and in all of the software, uh, then please, I will forever be in your, in your good graces, in your favor. And I would love that. Uh, TikTok. We just started a TikTok here at the show. Um, 50 sot podcast so that's at 50 sot podcast you can see my ugly mug talking about crypto stuff um and yeah uh, a lot of good things are on the way um a lot of good stories a lot are coming on along the way i truly hope that you guys stay along for this ride uh we are we are going uh full speed ahead missouri was awesome I truly do love it. Uh, next is Montana. Again, thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Later, y'all. <laughs>